know that I'm not the only one going through this. I am a dreamer. I dream. I have vision. When I close my eyes, you can just only imagine the certain things just populating here. I got billions of dollars floating around in my mind. But the thing is, I, I'm tired of dreaming. So to my dreamers, are you making moves towards your dreams? If not, then what are you waiting on? What is really stopping you from moving towards the dream? Let's talk about it. Welcome back to the Thoughts of a Dreamer podcast with me, Miss Terry Nikki. For those of you who are new, my name is Terry and I'm a dreamer, creative. And, you know, honestly, I'm in my head most of the time. But the problem is I just have all these things bouncing around in my head and I have a hard time getting them out. Herein lies the podcast where I just talk about the mental hurdles and roadblocks that I'm going through so that maybe, possibly, hopefully, prayerfully, I can help you so that you, me, I, we, us can achieve and live out these dreams. Okay? Okay. Okay. So welcome. Today, I want to do something a smidge bit different. I want to talk about something just a little bit different, but I want to present it in a way where I want to play both sides, straddle the fence, be devil's advocate, if I may, okay? Introducing one side, the creative, the dreamer, the inventor, the entrepreneur, you know? Who you came to see, right? Look at who you came to see. If y'all know Tony Baker, if not, Google him. Um, and the other side being the realist, all right? The realist, the illest, the one that straight forward, the sharpshooter that sees things for what they are, all right? Okay. The reason why I even want to play the field a little bit with this is because I see something that is very interesting when it comes to linking up a dreamer and a realist. And every time I think about this specific topic, I am brought back to a conversation that I had with a complete stranger, honestly. He and I are working on a project together. And we ended up having a conversation about some of our entrepreneurial endeavors. And he told me about something that he was trying to do and how he brought it up to his wife. And his wife was just not supportive. She was not buying into it at all. And I could tell how upset he was and how unsupported he felt just by the verbiage that he was using and how she talked about it. And not to diminish that relationship. But it really stuck with me because that was not the first time that I heard something like that. Even for those who aren't in relationships, for our family dynamic, those that just want support from our family, be it financial or emotional, most people have no idea what makes us feel supported at all. So I really want to talk about the dynamics between relationships, support, and the dreamer slash creative, right? Right. Listen. We are all guilty of this, every last one of us. As a creative, we have ideas that just dart in our heads and we know that that idea is it. It's it. We can see the dream. We can see the streets paved in gold. We can see everything. We can see all the accolades. We can see how it's going to look, the end goal, the, 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 the claps, the pats on the back, everything. And so we turn to our neighbor. We turn to our loved one. We turn to whomever has our heartstrings and we tell them, hey, bae, 
listen at this. Ain't this a good idea? And when you leave that conversation, you feel dejected, rejected. Like what? Dang. Why did I? Okay. Wait. We all do it. Because at some point, we need that validity for our dream in order for us to go to give us that gas to go. We just need that thing. Especially from someone who loves us. Especially from someone we know would support us. Especially from someone who knows that we know what we're talking about. Doesn't have faith in us and our dream and our goal and our aspiration. We're going to do what we say we're going to do. It never dawns on you that they're not going to agree with you. So now you second guessing everything. Now you second guessing. Well, here's the deal. We all have different vision. Not everybody was born with 2020 vision. Some people were born with better than 2020 vision. Some people were born not able to see their hand in front of their face. Some people are nearsighted. Some people are farsighted. Thing is, everyone has different vision. And as a creative, so do you. So what you've done that you just didn't even realize that you're doing is you took your prescription glasses that were meant for you, specifically for you, to see what you see, to see how you can create what it is you need to create. And you took them off and you gave them to someone else who does not fit that prescription. They can't see. They can't see nothing with your glasses. What? Get, 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 get these things out of here. What, what, what is this? Can you, you, you use these to see? How can you see that? What are you doing? And you're asking for somebody to support you to see something that they can't see out of your lenses that they're not supposed to see. And you're asking them to support you? And the life and the death of your dream relies on the response and the validation that they give you. Because the significance of your dream relies on their validation. That if they say no, that dream will die. That dream will be put to the wayside. That dream will be archived. Never to be seen or thought of again. That's how much people's opinions, loved ones' opinions have on us. Now, I done been in this game for a little while, okay? I have lived life. I have been there, done that, bought that t-shirt. I'm still buying t-shirts, okay? I'm still learning on a day-to-day basis. But this, let me talk to those that are still under the financial wing of their parents. Okay, if you are younger, let me talk to you for just a second. You might get a little mad what I'm about to say. If you grew up in a family who did not have the ability to financially support your grandiose dreams, then you probably shouldn't hold that against them. Because if you are under the sound of my voice, chances are you have the opportunity to make the money yourself, to fund yourself. Would it be difficult? Yeah. Yeah. It absolutely would be difficult. Is it impossible? No. And if I'm able to call a spade a spade, chances are you don't want to put in that extra work to get that extra finance because you have somebody that has the ability to finance you and they're choosing not to. And now you're upset at them and you're wondering why. Let me break it down for you. Herein lies devil's advocate. Dun, dun, dun. Listen. Chances are there are a lot of different things you've run to people for and you've asked them, you yelled at them, you pleaded with them to support you financially, physically, whatever the case may be for. And they invested in you. They gave you the support that you asked for. And for whatever reason, they did not get a return on their investment. For whatever reason, either you quit what you said you were going to do 
You stopped working on it. You realized it wasn't that great of an idea. And they've lost their money. They've lost their investment. How many times do you feel as though people are going to continuously invest in you when you don't do what you say you're going to do? You don't move how you say you're going to move. You one day feel like, eh, this ain't it. You're not out of anything, but they are. How many times do you feel it necessary for someone to continuously support you when you do not go through with what you promised on doing? So if you want to go out there and get it, go out there and get it. Because it's going to mean a lot more if you went out there and got it yourself as opposed to you waiting for somebody else to do it for you. Okay, I know it's a sidebar. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sidebar. I had to get off my chest. I had too many conversations. Too many conversations. Had to get off my chest. Had to get off my chest. Okay, 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 okay. Back to the regularly scheduled program. Coming from a dreamer, let's just be honest. Not every type of support is financial. We don't always need financial support. I don't even know if I mentioned this before. The last couple of relationships that I've had did not work out because they did support me emotionally I can give two flying flips about the money I can go out and get it myself but see when I have something new or something going on with me or a vision or this and the other I don't expect anybody to see the way that I see my favorite phrase is don't believe me just watch I'm gonna do this thing (laughs) that's my favorite phrase you know but in relationships I didn't have the the validating or the encouraging or supportive relationships. I didn't. And to be 100% honest, I don't blame them because I, as a creative, did not understand what language was necessary for me in order to be successful, in order to feel validated, in order to feel like my creativity was being valued. I didn't know what that was, so I couldn't really express that to them. And if they see things from a realistic standpoint, there is no chance in hell they understand my creative mind and how to speak to it. So I did a little bit of research. All right. I did a little bit of research to try to understand a little bit into the psyche of a creative and how we in fact feel supported. So I did what I do best, right? And I went through to try to figure out What type of language, what is needed for a creative to feel emotionally validated, especially from a significant other? And I came across a few pointers, a few tips. So number one, when you share your wins with your partner, meaning you tell your partner something that happened to you, something that made you feel good about your creative journey. And then they come back to you and say something to you like, okay, or cool, or I'm sure that's something anybody could have done. I mean, those are destructive responses. Those are not constructive at all. Those deflate 
a creative. Those deflate a dreamer. Speaking to someone in a way of where you are diminishing their accolade, diminishing their small wins, because small wins are very important for a creative journey. You have to be able to vocalize as a creative. Your responses are not helpful. So what would be helpful for a creative? How would you actively go about participating in someone's small wins? How would you as a creative feel would be more beneficial of feeling supported emotionally in that regard? And so there was this Dr. Shelley Gable who mentioned that actively participating in a success story in a constructive way is the strongest way to build relationships. So instead of somebody saying like, cool, or just kind of brushing it off, being active and to ask you like, okay, that must've felt dope. Like that must've felt really good. How did they present that award to you? Or what happened in that moment? How did you feel? How did it make you feel like, yo, that's supposed to be a dope. Being in instances where you feel as though small wins are grounded and those small wins feel bigger because you have someone who supports you supporting your small win, man, that thing turns into a bigger one. Okay, okay, okay. I have another one. I have another one. I think this is really my biggest one right here. This is my biggest issue. Okay, and it's space. And time. Finances may not mean that much to me, but time does. Time trumps everything. If someone spends time with me, that's just my love language. Quality time. Spend time with me, sure. Boy, I love it to death. I ooh, I we ain't got we ain't got to do nothing. We have to do nothing. Just spend time with me. But one thing I do understand that as a creative, when I create, sometimes I get lost in what I'm doing. And I will be in solitude for hours. And in those hours that I spend creating and doing what it is that I do, I understand that my significant other may feel neglect. So taking the time to build trust and making sure that your significant other is reassured that although you need time to create, although you have moments of solitude, it does not mean that you are trying to distance yourself from them. It has nothing to do with them. Making sure that you are intentional about reassuring to your significant other, baby, it has nothing to do with you. But in order for me to create the way I know I need to create, unfortunately, I got to be in this little funnel for a little while. If they need to be with you, if sometimes our toxicity growing up in our youth, we have trauma, okay? Sometimes you're in these little codependent relationships and they just want to be around you. I used to love, for honest, like for instance, I don't have to do anything with my significant other. They could sit here and, and be minding their own business. They could be doing whatever it is that they need to do. Getting it, mac and hanging, entrepreneur and that thing to death. Let me sit in the car. I'm chilling. I'll be doing my own thing just as long as I'm around them. That's just that's just how I am. But understanding your partner, understanding their love language, understanding that if in fact quality time is their love language and you need time or solitude to yourself, building that trust, helping them reassure that you feel the exact same way you felt about them and this is just a requirement for your dream is something as a creative and a dreamer, you're gonna have to be intentional about. You gotta be intentional. Okay, so another way that you can be intentional 
about the relationship with the creative is understanding where their mind is. If you know that you as a creative think different than your significant other, then having those intellectual stimulating conversations put you in a framework of understanding who you are dealing with. And that then will lead to you bouncing ideas off of that person, giving you a different vantage point, giving you a better context, an all-around encompassing idea that could benefit the both of you and grow both of you. When you're siloed and you understand that you are a creative person and the person that you are with, you don't choose to share what it is that you're doing or you close yourself off. You can isolate that person. They can feel lonely. They can feel in a relationship with somebody who just does not understand them when you are not utilizing the gift that you have. Having the opportunity to bounce ideas, maybe you may not agree with that idea. They may not see things the way you see them, but can give you a completely different perspective that you may have missed. Further intellectualizing who they are, seeing exactly what makes them tick, how their mind works, learning what they do, learning how they think can help in the long run with creativeness. You may not see what I'm saying. You may not, I'm not, not everybody, not, listen, listen, there are certain things that I know for a fact I'm not going to understand, but I'm going to try my best to see what it is that you see. Or learn what it is that you are trying to do so that I can be a better support to you. I may not get in the nuts and bolts, the nooks and crannies. But if I have an overall overarching idea of what it is that you're trying to do in any way that you feel as though I can help, I'm going to do that. But the only way that I can do that is if it is spoken. A lot of people feel as though I think different. I feel different. I know different. You ain't going to understand. So why should I try? That why should I try is the reason why you and your significant other are going to break the hell up. Because you are closing yourself off. You're siloing yourself and you are isolating your partner instead of trying to include them. So that not only can they help you, but you help them and y'all grow one another. It's such a blessing to be in these relationships because they may not be your forever person, but you can learn so much off of whomever that you are around and you can use that to your advantage to grow in life. Just in in general, you know what I'm saying? And you never know. You never know what's in the tombs of someone's mind that could spark your creative juices to have you actually push through something you could be in a creative block for just by you opening yourselves up. Are you the person that feels like, yo, why you ain't post my stuff on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, threads? Why you ain't repost my stuff? Why you ain't share my stuff? You must not love me. You must not support me. You need to vocalize that to your partner. Because I'm here to tell you, there have been plenty of instances where I would have a family member or someone that I love present me a song that I am not too cool with. I don't care too much for that song. So no, I'm not going to repost it. I'm not going to share it. And I'm not going to do that just because I love them. My love does not equate to how I feel about their craft. There's just certain things I may not agree with that they're saying. So I'm not going to go out of my way to 
minimize my boundary (laughs) because they put out something I don't agree with. But I mean, the same goes with me. I have plenty of people who listen to my podcast that don't share my episodes and I'm perfectly fine with that. Perfectly fine with that. So you have to communicate with your partner your point of view when it comes to sharing and support. Okay, and the last thing that I really want to talk about is... Ooh, hmm, this is a hard one for me. I ain't gonna lie because I kind of... I kind of, I'm kind of on the fence when it comes to this, but when you are dealing with the creative or you are dealing with the realist, as a creative, you have to understand and you have accepted, although you may not know, that risk is involved. Risk is going to happen. You are rolling the dice. You are gambling like a mofo, meaning you are not going to always win. So your losses now become your significant other's losses. How do they accept the rejection? How do they build you back up when you have grabbed an L? What do you need in order for you to get back on the horse when you get knocked off? Because once again, risk is involved. Failure will happen. Failure is not something that you may get. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. So having a significant other that also understands that I have inadvertently signed a risk-heavy agreement with this person, and I have to know how to build them back up because they're going to get more L's than wins. How are you going to communicate support when that happens? Every time I think about this, I think about Tyler Perry's movie Acrimony with Taraji P. Henson and her dating this dreamer. And she was the realist that held the dreamer down until the dreamer got rich. But by that time, she had already done so much for this dreamer and they end up getting divorced. And as soon as they got a divorce, the money came in. You don't know how long that person going to stay. And it's just, oh, it's a lot. How is that significant other going to deal with these losses? How are you going to deal with these losses? How are you going to deal with these failures? These are things that you need to discuss and understand that, hey, we accepting these risks together. So asking this person to believe and have faith and describing this dream that they have no idea what is, is a little daunting. So have a little grace, have a little grace because they are signing a contract. They not only got to deal with your attitude, they not got to deal with you feeling like you don't waste your time. You want to drop the dream. You want to stop doing all this and the other. You want to stop feeling creative. Your creative juices ain't flowing no more. Now you don't know. They, they got a lot to deal with. Okay. Well, I've said enough. I've said enough. Listen, it's very important for you to understand who it is that you're linking with. It's very important for you to understand what makes you feel successful. What makes you feel supported. And finding that and expressing that and communicating that to a significant other will help you and be a better tool than anything in your creative arsenal. All right? All right. I love y'all in real life. I do. And until next time. Thank you for tuning in to the Thoughts of a Dreamer podcast with me, Terry Nikki. If you like this episode, don't be stingy. Feel free. Go ahead and share it. Send this to anyone you feel is in their own way and just need a little bit of a nudge. Also, follow me on social media at TOA underscore dreamer 
on IG, Twitter, and TikTok for more content. Follow me on Facebook at TOA Dreamer, no underscore, because they wouldn't let me. And do me a favor, y'all know how finicky this algorithm is. Rate me on the podcast with your favorite platform. It'll help this message see more people. Lastly, be sure to have those notifications on because y'all never know when I may feel extra and drop a bonus episode. Thank y'all so much for listening. Until next time.